0: This is Bruce. And this is Trav. Welcome to Gaming on the Frontier, your podcast of figuring out where you're going to put the extra socket in your body. Gives a whole new definition to plug and play, folks. That's right. This week, we are talking about Human 2.0 and what we think is going to mean and how it's going to change us and how we're going to change the world. So... All right, Uh, let's move on to uh, the the more electronic stuff that that most people are into, you know, when they think about Humans 2.0. So, uh, what I talked about earlier, you know, one of the things that the Heechi series... Uh, by Frederick Poole is is really good on this because they did not only, not only did they talk about brain transfers, but they also talked about, you know, existing as an online persona as well as being a person walking around. So you could essentially create an online version of yourself that could go out and do things and multiply yourself as needed. Use of course, you know, spending computer time, you'd have to pay for that, unless, of course, it was like the internet, and and supposedly it's all paid for by somebody else. Yeah, but essentially, you could you could do a lot of things. And in the case of, well, let's say in this particular story, since they had the ability to upload memories in, you know, and create an online person, they also had the ability to take those memories, those experiences that the online persona had and download them back to the person, the original person. So you could theoretically live dozens of hours in an hour. You know what I'm saying?
1: Brain taping, basically, yeah. is what they call right. it, where you're where you're recording memories to replay for yourself or others. Yeah, it's brain taping. It's how you transfer a consciousness. In science fiction, you would transfer your consciousness into a new clone by basically brain taping at the moment of cloning, uploading it to a cloud. You make the new body, then you download that copy back into the new brain,
0: and you new you yeah right but it, it i'm just saying is it doesn't have to be total it could just be an hours worth of experience maybe maybe you, one version of you you know is is watching a concert as as if you were there or possibly even there oh, okay. okay and then later on you know let's say you don't like the uh, uh, you don't like every act so you can just edit out the parts that you don't like and you get to see only the Experience only the parts that you do want to see, because oh, there's no, no indication that we have the ability to compress, you know, process our brains or experience things faster than we could have. They, they, they. Uh, people used to think that if you were in a situation of high stress and fear, that time would slow down, and they actually tried that testing on on people that were being dropped on these uh, these rides at, 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 at uh, amusement parks, where you literally get dropped, and then at the bottom, they scooch you out. It's, I think it's called Free Fall, and they had a... Uh, yeah, it's kind of like Demon Drop at Cedar Point. Right. Yeah, I've been on that. Okay, well, they had this box, okay, and the box basically was flickering okay and you were supposed to be counting the number of flickers that you could see and theoretically if your time sense you know accelerated where you'd be able to uh you know where supposedly you could sense more because of the adrenaline and stuff like that you should have been able to see it could have, it, you should have been able to see more of the flashes and they discovered that even though it seemed like they were it was more like they were paying more attention or their brain was processing it, you know, more intensely. But the fact was is that they, they weren't able to actually perceive. Their reflexes didn't get faster or anything like that as a result of, of, of this happening. So that that's not uh, you know uh, that's not a possibility. But uh, you still could go and say, here's all these things, and let's, let's let the AI edit out the stuff I'm not interested in, and then I can really just concentrate on the things that I really care about. Because we all know that you know you waste a lot of your time, you know, with yeah, things that yeah. you don't remember. You know, a, yeah. that you don't care about I mean, you know, nobody... Really- well,
1: we perceive everything that we do if o- That we experience, if only on some level Right That's why you may not remember seeing this particular person But all of a sudden a random memory will come back And be like, okay, that face looks familiar Now I know why Oh, yeah, I saw them at this time back then But yeah, we do technically perceive everything with our five senses it's just too much for our brain to all consciously keep up with barring photographic memory. There's the actress. um, Oh God, she was in taxi. Mary Lou Henner. Yeah. She has that type of memory. She's remembered everything since birth, which it's rare. It's, it's like a one in a million thing that people can do, but yeah, technically we don't, we can't consciously recall every single thing we've perceived in our lives. But in order, if we could do that with the AI, and then just, well, I need to scroll back ten days. What did I have for, for dinner ten days ago? And you could go back for that. And with this AI, you could even relive the sensations of that meal. Right. Just like, oh, that was, you know, steak, baked potato, and corn. Oh, that was lovely because you'd, you know, it'd be playing in your mind, and it would sense, uh, it would trigger um, smell and taste, and
0: sure, so, all that. Yeah, yeah I'm saying like, kind of like when.
1: Uh, kind of like when Cypher was eating the
0: steak in the first Matrix movie with talking right. to Smith. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I, I, it t- I, know, I know this isn't real, but it tastes juicy and delicious, and I don't care. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Where you could sit there and not only a concert, you could experience things on all five senses. As I said, meals. Um, oh, I went to a botanical garden, and I want to smell the flowers that I smelled there. And okay, and here's hibiscus and rose, and you know, lilac and lavender. And-
0: right. And smells are usually one of the first things you forget when you know after. I mean, how many smells do you remember of your last vacation? Yeah, yeah, right. Oh. So, and it's and, and I, it's not that we didn't experience them; it's just that they never ma- it never made it into our long term memory because we we yeah. it wasn't important to us. Now, I'm I'm speaking as a guy. I know there's women out there like going, Oh no, I remember the smell of the roses and you know or the, the daffodils at my wedding and, and and whatever. And I'm like, I'm not saying you don't. But I'm saying is it a lot of things, you know, we uh You're just saying don't ask me to remember, yeah. No, I'm saying there's a lot we automatically edit out a lot of stuff so we don't have to remember everything. But and I'm saying is it with this online personas, we you know, if they have this ability to actually uh, capture these experiences and feed them to us as you know, as if it was if we were there then we're probably going to want to edit out all the stuff that we don't care about so that we can concentrate on the things that we really do. And that could make us able to be more efficient and better workers and, um, you know, enjoy our time
1: better. Yeah. Jonathan saying he, Jonathan saying he remembers the seaweed funk, which I'm assuming something on the Gulf coast or something. Yeah. (laughs) Oh no, no. There are certain smells that just we remember Yeah, and they may trigger good or bad things like me the smell of like hot tar, let's say they're tarring a roof. Uh-huh. Every time I smell it, I want to gag that, that smell makes me physically ill. Right. Also, you know, just, yeah, we all have certain smells that, and certain other sensations that just trigger good and bad memories. Now, could we with that AI, you know, dull that sensation to where we can smell it, but it doesn't kick off the ick response, like for me with hot tar. Could we tweak that and just say, okay, yeah, you're smelling the hot tar, but you're not getting the physiological stomach-turning reaction that you get from it. I mean, that could be done too.
0: Right. I think you're thinking about human 3.0 there, where you have that kind of control where you say, I'm in pain, so I'm just going to dial down my pain sensors in that area of my body, or I'm going to dial down a particular kind of 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 nasal sense or I'm I'm gonna take basically this smell. I hate this smell, I never want to smell this again. And some you know computer add on that's plugged into our brain basically edits it out and you'll never yeah, smell basically it again. When it senses it, yeah, it, it blocks that receptor. Yeah, okay. Right, all right. Right. And you can do that right now, by the way, with things like hypnosis, where you basically tell your brain to ignore certain things. And your brain will. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan,
1: Jonathan, I love hot tar smells, so I could have, I could, I could have that overwrite the seaweed
0: funk. <laughs> there you go. So, but like having online personas also lets you do a lot of fun things. Like, for example, you could be in playing multiple games at the same time. Uh, and, uh, again, doing the stuff that you don't really care about. Let's say you're in a game and you want to get up to 50th level and you're now 20th and you need to, and you decide you need to do some grinding. Well, you could just let your, your, your AI version of yourself grind away. He does, you know, that, that AI doesn't care. It doesn't get bored. doesn't get tired. It'll just keep grinding away and you go out there and just kill work after work after work. You know, and and then you come back and oh look, I'm now 50th level. All right, let's get going. Let's go do what I want to do. And it's not even cheating. That would be really good for the
1: MMORPGs where you could yes. fight the orcs and raise and and you know be like, what are you doing? I'm fighting a mob and I'm upping my fishing skill at the dock. Wait a minute, oh, and <laughs> and, I'm,
0: and I'm crafting
1: baskets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because
0: <laughs> I get I get a special. Uh, you know, I I get a special you know uh, medallion if I if I craft a thousand baskets. Well, you you don't have to cheat. You can actually do it, but it's not you doing it. It's your it's it's a, a version of you. You still have to log in. You know, it's, yeah. It's still, yeah. but I'm saying everything that you're doing, all those all those controller motions and things like that, they can all be reproduced. By a, uh, by an AI And not that smart of an AI Jonathan just posted Microsoft had the Drivatar for Forza
1: An AI racer based on your playstyle while online It would be you to your friends While you're offline Yeah, I, I had an issue with one I think it was the previous Xbox Where you shut your game off And it's still playing Oh, no, when I shut my game off, the game ends. No, I, and you I come back and you're that. dead exactly. No, we reviewed <laughs> that particular Xbox on my
0: show. Well, it wasn't no, the, the Xbox, Trapcast it a was a game. Ago. Yeah, it was a game on the Xbox.
1: No, well, well, no, I thought it was the system itself. No, would do that. Okay, well, still, I'm like, and and folks, my video gaming was the Atari 2600, which I'm dating myself right there for <laughs> not a word. So I'm sitting there, and so I'm clueless on all the systems. Needless to say, there are people. I have video game people on my show, and I'm even going, you know, it, it's that Beavis and Butt Head thing. What the hell is this crap? Socks change it, you know. Just I'm like, no, this is a stupid option. Why did they put that in there? And all the video game players on my cast are looking at me like, okay, Trav gets it. This is a bad thing. Yeah, this is no. We're not going to like this. So I'm like. Yeah, if you want to do all these things, that's fine, but let you do them. Don't sit there and, you know, if I play the game, I play the game. If I'm not playing the game, don't play it for me. If I want somebody to play a game for me, I'll hand them the controller while I go use the bathroom. Yeah. Okay, the Xbox did have an option to go into sleep mode if you hit the power button instead of turning off. Okay, yeah, Jonathan just clarified that.
0: Okay. But, uh, so, yeah, I mean... uh... And, of course, uh, right now, I mean, I'd love to have a virtual agent handling things like, you know, eBay um, auctions. But, I mean, also, like, if you want to get a, uh, you know, if you want to get, like, a ticket somewhere, you know. I mean, there uh, it could be sitting out there waiting for the ticket to reach, you know, your target price. Or even uh, negotiating, you know, like, you go to, uh, is, it, is it Hotwire? Where you they bring on the negotiator to try? You basically say this is the price I want, and then it'll go up there and it'll actually come and it'll come back and it says we're you know we're trying to negotiate. Yes, we found it, and you're like going what? That's like fifty dollars cheaper than what everybody else found. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so basically, so I'm basically seeing
1: here virtual agents handling things like auctions, getting the lowest prices on tickets, getting anything that's scarce using context-sensitive cues to pull up additional information sorted to your personal usefulness. Yeah. So let me get this straight. Basically, you're saying that I could be getting a ticket for a hotel room, getting my ticket for a plane fare, getting new luggage on eBay, <laughs> all planning for this trip by doing each of these avatars and having to say, okay, you get the, the new luggage that I need, you get the hotel room, you get the rental car, you get the plane trip, and... You know, you get, you know, buy me some suntan lotion at CVS and have it delivered. Right. Yeah. You, all that could
0: be done. Yeah. Right. But, and also like, wow. if, if things like inventories were put online, you're going to this city. You like comic books. This comic store has some of the, 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 the holes missing in your comic collection, or they're having a special event at this gaming store for a tournament. If you're big into magic. Okay, or, yeah. or you know, there's the the you know the one uh, you know the one one left of some statue that you've always uh, of some anime figure you've always wanted is in this store in this town. Within 30 miles of where you're going, that if you went over to the store, you could get it and they wouldn't have to worry about them breaking it, shipping it to you, or you'd get to examine yeah. it in person. All these things, you know, or, you know, you like, uh, you know, you like getting massages. Okay. Here's, you know, here's, uh, 50 places that could provide that for you with, ver- with varying, uh, reviews, you know, just because you have these, you, you can have this list of things that you'd like to do and whenever you go somewhere you know your agent says hey you know if you got 30 minutes you know you can right now you can go online and and uh take a cooking class in 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 uh um, you know how to make um chocolate <laughs> i mean uh, some dish or, or whatever i'm just saying you it can it can you know, I mean, I know right now we're, we're driving our kids crazy by basically uh, programming every second of their time, okay? But I'm just saying is that, you know, it wouldn't it be great if you really knew that you had 15 things you could do at any moment? So if you got bored with something, you just switch over to something else that you should like equally, okay, without... You know, having to sit around and say, "Well, I'm really not enjoying this," but I just don't feel like you know trying to find something better. It's already found. It's just waiting. It's all queued up for you. You know. Yeah. So just things to basically make your life better. You know, more interesting, fun, more productive. And I'm not even talking about all the um, uh, you know the the social apps like you know right now they've got stuff that tracks your uh, your your girlfriend's uh, Birthdays, any activities she has online, her you know shows well, that are. Her- I mean,
1: that's. Well, I mean, they kind of got that with sort of like Google Calendar. If let's say Fur and I had our Google Calendars connected, where we could read each other, I could sit. She could sit there and read. Okay, it's payday. It's the Friday game. Oh look, it's this Wednesday night. He's doing the podcast. Oh Tuesday, he's doing his show. Oh, he has a Sunday game from this time, so we have things like that already. It's just combining them, dragging information from nineteen different sources and collating it, putting it into one easy format that says, "Okay, that, that 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 We have this stuff now. It's just Google Calendar does this, and you know, but my it, girlfriend right. but dot it, com does this, and yeah.
0: But it might also do things like say, "It's been fifteen days since you went out and had dinner with your girlfriend." It's been, yeah. uh, you know, it's been, uh, you know, two months since you took a trip. Uh, it's been uh, 43 days since your last vacation. It's been, uh, you know, things that are important to you that you declare to be important. It could say, hey, it's been a long time since you did this and you said it was important. Maybe it's time to put it back into, on the schedule, move it further up. Because it's really easy yeah. to just let things go, because you know, out of sight, out of mind. These kinds of apps can say, "Hey, you know, you know," and also warning stuff like, you know, your girls, your girl's birthday or your guy's birthday is in two months. Which you, you know, do you need an event app <laughs> opened up on yeah. this? Okay, uh,
1: uh, Jonathan did bring up something about you know apps and. How they track? As much as it can freak me out, I do tend to like what Spotify recommends to me. Yeah, spot. Yeah, there are apps already that I mean. Well, Pandora has been doing it for years. You build your own station. Let my favorite band is Foo Fighters. I've I've loved them since the beginning. And let's say I had a a Foo Fighters Pandora station. It will give me music similar to the style that Dave Grohl and the boys play. So we already have things like that. And yeah, we're we're in the tracking now where. Based on, I mean, heck, Facebook, one of the biggest complaints I see, let's say they happen to look up something on, or they even posted about, oh, my baby's having, or my my friend's having a baby, and all of a sudden on the ads on the side of your Facebook, why am I getting this ad for maternity bras, wait a minute, or nursing bras, wait a minute, hold it, I all I did was talk about my friend next door, you know, uh-huh. so we're having the tracking
0: already. It's just now. Yeah. You know, obviously there are some bugs, you know, but Yeah, they could let I mean these things can let slip information you might not want someone to know, like I'm pregnant, I didn't tell you yet. Or And then all of a sudden, you know, yeah. Yeah, especially if you're like married or like cl- close like that and you get and you see uh, you know, 9 months from now there's a uh, uh there, there's a big event coming up uh which you know yeah maybe you need to you know is uh would you like to set up a uh you know a a, a, buy, a buying uh a buyer's club for this <laughs> you're like what and, and Jonathan just posted there's the story of how target knew a girl was pregnant before her father did uh-huh. oops yeah <laughs> yes yes and and that's happened to a lot of of uh, significant others, actually. Be- yeah, because you know like how, how it you know, goes. You know, girl gets pregnant. Who's the first person she calls? Oh, well, usually parents. Her yeah. best friend. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Yeah. I Case in point, when uh found out Shelly was on the way, we got the blood tests and everything done to make sure. And I said, don't tell anybody before we tell... What does... The baby mama do calls the bestie. Yep, who is now Shelly's godmother. I'm like, am I a shadow? What did I say? Well, I just had to tell Stacy. Oh dear God, I wanted to tell your parents first than mine. You know. Yeah. So no, I. Uh, you're right there. It's like I, I forgot all about that. Usually, parents are like no, I'm the bestie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> first person she to- c- told was my sit was her sister, and then she told me.
1: Oh.
0: Yep. Oh, by the way. Yeah. Yep.
1: <laughs> oh wow. Oh.
0: Yep. Oh. That 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 right. hurt at the time. I've gotten over it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Also oh, what 20, 27 years I would oh. hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite so long, <laughs> but yes. Uh, well, okay, but still I'm I'm yeah. He's only like, you know, 25 24 going on 25.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But still just I was going to say damn. I thought I held grudges. Geez.
0: Uh, yeah. But a lot of other things, like, for example, with things that, rec- that like, view you, record you, and stuff like that, it can start doing things like working on your social training. It can tell you, do you do things like stop in the middle of sentences? Do you do things like say, ah, um, all the time? Do you, um, stare? <laughs> do, you, do you cross your
1: arms a lot, or do you, yeah. when you stand, do you n- lock your knees back, yeah. or... Or here's one, um, stimming. Do you bounce your leg a lot while you're sitting in a chair? Right. Wait a minute, I'm, I'm, I'm personally attacking myself here. Never, okay, let's right. try another attack. Right. Um, and let's say all say these you, things. You mess with
0: your hair a lot. Right. Yeah. All these things that people tell you are sending a different message than the one you actually want to send. And so, right. and you don't know these things because, of course, you're not watching yourself. And so, but, you know, these kinds of things that like are recording you, you know, for social media, whatever like that, you can actually have them start analyzing you, start analyzing your vocal patterns, start analyzing your choice of words, start, you know, maybe make some suggestions, things like, you know, hey, you know, you you said three times as many words as your significant other (laughs) in your last conversation, Maybe give them, maybe you should listen more. Or maybe, and then the other person, hey, uh, the way that your significant other is talking is because they feel they're like, whenever there's not a pause, there's no sound, then they jump in and start talking. They're filling the air because with, with words because you're not talking, and that's why you feel like you never get a chance to talk. Is because you're not talking when they give you an opportunity, but too much time goes by, and then they jump in to make it less awkward. At least that's what it seems in their mind.
1: Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm seeing here. have better AI for social training, romance, and dancing, facial training, voice training. Yeah, if you don't dance life. well, yeah, you, 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 you could have that. Yeah that would up the game on dating apps. I mean, you think OK Cupid now is big because well, yes, you answer all these questions about likes and dislikes and your ethics and sexuality and all this and, you know, you get a percentage rating on how much you are in line with other people that you are looking for in the search engine. But yeah, all of a sudden, you know, let's say you do like in the old days they did the the dating videos. Yeah where you would record yourself like a 30 second yeah. little clip of hi, my name is Robert and da, da, da. they add that in and the AI would sense the body language, how you tilt your head, the inflection of your yeah. voice. And it would add all of those things that in no way now you can do on a dating app. Right. They would add that in. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely would need better AI for that. Yeah. It would help. Sure. It would. Oh no. I, Oh no. As I said, it would up the game on, on, on dating apps sure. because it would take all these new in, new um, uh, factors into account on how the per you get to see how that person reacts. Mm-hmm. Actually, I found out YouTube used to be a dating video service. Oh, that's how YouTube started. I, I didn't know. That. Yeah, no, I read this on one of the lists on my show, and I didn't know it either. I'm like, wow, the th- all things have changed because they weren't getting hits, and then people were just putting videos up or whatever, and the the the, the creators just went, now oh, let's do this instead, and we have you know what we have today. But yeah, it would the, – the AI that would be involved for picking up on social nuances. Yeah. Yeah, the, the whole thing, it would have – to I mean, obviously, it would have to be a heuristic computer because it would have to learn and evolve and how to gauge – human interaction and movement and speech patterns and oh he's you know he's speeding up when he's talking that must mean he's excited about this topic right oh he said it three times you know we know he has autism okay then that's um oh god what's the term echolalia he tends to repeat himself now and again so yeah picking up on those things yeah it it could help oh heck that could help autistic people you know like okay yeah you have echolalia you might want to it would help you realize, okay, you've you've mentioned the same thought three times now. You might wanna, you know, you know, like they said in Austin Powers, take it down, Scotty, you know. <laughs> so yeah, that would that could even help autistic people because there are certain things that speaking as one. It would help socialization a lot better mm-hmm. for things like this.
0: Yeah. The unspoken things could be made actually measurable, you know. And if you were willing to share enough of your biometrics with each other, you could even have some indicator that you go look at your watch and your watch says the person with your, that you're with is happy based on the biometrics. That might give you a lot more confidence. Uh,
1: I was gonna, I was gonna say something. Problem, problem is, just yeah, I, I, I won't. go yeah, about sharing biometrics. Yeah. okay. Anyways, hey, look, it could, let, and it could look be
0: look the that. opposite. You know, when, <laughs> when your your significant other's like uh, says, "No, it's fine. I don't care. It's all right." And then you are thinking, and the thing says, your significant other is mad, is very stressed right now. <laughs> you, know, you get to call their BS. Dude, you've been married how long? You should know this. You shouldn't need a damn app. For well, it. <laughs> yeah, but not everybody has been married as long as I yeah. have. And I don't always know. I don't always know. Believe me, every time that, uh, usually when my wife gets mad at me, I'm like, is she mad at me? <laughs> it's like I don't know is she just quiet is she is she upset?
1: it was funny no 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 during lunch I was talking to my girlfriend today about that it's like oh come on we guys the first thing we see when a woman is you know either crying or angry the first thing that we think what did I do yep what did I do is she mad at me uh, what didn't I do what did I forget is it our anniversary yes. is it her birthday you know things like that right we go down the checklist and, and sadly, I, I did that with, well, yeah, when I found out my second divorce was impending, she's there crying in the chair and I'm like, okay, did you, did someone die? No. Did you lose your job? No. Okay, now we're going to find out what happened and then, yeah. So yeah, it's like having apps like this that could read other people let's say if you point your watch at them and it picks up body language and if it could pick up Well, I mean mentors, you're in oh, the yeah. same room
0: so if you're sharing it you don't have to point it at anybody it reads them because they're in the room with you
1: well yeah yeah if you're already linked yeah. via whatever dating app you know OK right. Cupid 10.0 you know and we're not I'm, I'm just using the one that's
0: familiar yeah with we're stuff. we're, not, we're, like we're not making a, a recommendation here
1: <laughs> no no I'm just using it for sake of example. Anyways, um, first draft capabilities based on the information you provide. <laughs> you make the second and perhaps final draft. Okay, so what? Basically, this is like... This is like work. So like writing reports and whatnot. Yeah. Or or even, in your case, doing a simulation on, on whatever because you're a computer analyst by trade.
0: Right, but I'm also a game master.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, oh, heck, I, I run the drafts while I'm pulling Orders at work, heck, Um, but yeah, just all of a sudden you run, you could run, let's say, okay, I'm doing my job, and okay, I need to plot out tonight's game, and just, you know, the outline of the events that you want, and the variations based on what you know your players do. And you know variations on well, if if crits are done, yeah, you could sit there and plot out very detailed outlines on you know tonight's game or
0: right. It could pick the the uh, uh, monsters that or a mix of monsters that would uh, challenge your particular party group without you having to figure that out.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't even have to crack open the bestiary. Yeah, yeah. Jonathan said linking your biometrics to tender could be weird. And interesting, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, definitely. Just all of a sudden finding that out and finding out that somebody you're walking in a crowd in pings, and you're like, wait a minute, where are they? Are they following me? Yeah, no, but um, doing the reports there while you're doing other things, it's like, well, yeah, I got to cook dinner, but I also have to plot this report for the the you know the monthly records, and just you could be doing that like tallying up the books for your business or whatever and then Okay. Yeah, that would be yeah. Uh, all sorts of right. uh, processes. I mean, I was apps. thinking
0: about like you have to make a report of some kind. Okay, and you have these graphics, you have these pieces of information, and you basically want it to be as coherent as possible. So you basically take all this, you push it into one of these composing programs, and it turns around and it produces a first draft of this is this is your lead information. You know, um, using. You know, natural language rules, you know, write a, you know, uh, a, a peppy, a peppy first paragraph followed by more detail in the second with the uh, graphics laid out properly for the eye flow and, uh, you know. And at which point basically
1: you, PowerPoint, PowerPoint on crack. Yeah. Got it. And yeah. then,
0: and then you look at the result and you say, Oh, no, no, we need to move this in here. But they've already done like 90% of your work. Yes. Yeah. You know, which is the layout and, and, and the initial stuff. And then you go and say, We need to, we need to bring, you know, pepper this more. We need to maybe, maybe we don't want to talk about this here. Maybe, you know, maybe we need to drop that and talk about that in, in another report. So I'm just saying, just giving you the ability to do first drafts. Now, and of course, as, as these things get smarter, then you can actually choose a style of an author. Like, for example, you can have it write like Heinlein, or you can have it write like um, Chelsea uh, Handler. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, or you can have it, you know, write like the, uh, the um, letter section of Penthouse. I mean, I, whatever you have as a, as a stylistic kind of thing, it can do that. Uh, because, I mean, certain audiences, especially as you go through, you know, the, the, the audience you write for when you're like in your twenties in a business is not the audience you write for when you're like a vice president. And you're trying to no, talk to No, the no, board. no, no,
1: no, no, no.
0: Yeah. No. So it's a different stylistic kind of thing. And you've got to learn how to write the prop properly so that they'll get the most out of it and, and be willing to take action that especially the action you want them to take because all, you know, all reports. Are you know, as you know are supposed to have a takeaway. They should have at least one decision that somebody should be making as a result of reading your report. Or there's really no point in you doing the report. Well, yeah. Basically, you have your intro, the body of the
1: report, then your your outro, which you know revisits them in a much condensed version to wrap it all up. Yeah.
0: And and brings it up to a point of decision. Yes, right. That's what I'm talking about. See, it's you know, and and there are you know, and and there there are right now there are writers templates out there that you can read and and basically reproduce using your own words. I'm saying there's you know there's going to be computer systems out there you know if they don't already exist that can basically do this can take the information you give it and just plug it in you know and and be able to do that. I. I mean, we all laugh about how anybody can write a country western song. All you have to do is you have the dog, you got the truck... You got the girl that did you wrong. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, you know, and, and you and you throw in a certain kind of musical cadence, and uh, and, and, yeah, you're, and you're yeah. at least halfway. You're at least halfway to uh, to a, a top twenty country western song.
1: No, the thing I was joking around with country because we now have the concept of self driving trucks and cars coming in. Yeah, yeah. Pretty soon we're going to be having country songs about my truck left me. <laughs> With my dog, right? Exactly. The dog was in the in the cab. Yeah, it
0: was in the cab because the truck got lowly, so he took the dog too.
1: Or what? And the other and the other big one, of course, is yeah. My
0: wife left with my dog. I sure do miss him. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. oh my gosh! Yes, yes. All right. So um, now this isn't going to make you know the best people, you know, average people the best. Okay, these things are going to make average people better. So the overall level of quality of these kinds of things should go up. You're, you know, the people that are at the top of the heap are still going to be rare, There's, you know, and, and worth what they get paid.
1: But you're still going to be bringing everybody up. It, it's the whole phrase, all boats rise at high tide. Right. If you do this stuff and bring up all of humanity, we're all going to improve. Right. Problem is... We're still also, you know, you may bring up some bad things, too. It, it's like we may not, we may get rid of some things, but we may bring other faults to light. Just, it, 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 we have a list of cons here, folks, that, you know, some of these might be the result of this.
0: Right, you know, because it, there, there's, there's, a, there's a couple of sayings, which is, is that the, the best is the enemy of the good. But the all but good enough is also the enemy of this of the best, and uh, okay. you know we have lots of software out there that was written good enough, and because it was written good enough and it and it was made cheaper uh, than the really good software, the really good software disappeared, which is kind of the history of the of of the PC. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I mean, because you know uh you know a lot of people like what what windows is but you know they kept taking marginal pieces of software and adding it to the base windows platform and saying now you've got a a, a defragger now you've got peer to peer uh networking now you've got this and when in fact is there were much superior offerings out there to that but now because it was free People are like, well, I'm not gonna pay all that money for the superior stuff when this is good enough. And they and and they basically they 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 did better on their bottom line, but they did worse on their productivity because they weren't using yeah. the best tools. So that's one of the downsides of these kinds of things is the fact that sometimes people will go and say, This was good enough. You know, I don't have to reach for the stars. I got too many other things to do.
1: I just got yeah, I, I just got what I need to do for what I need to do. Yeah, wow, I'm feeling personally attacked here again. This is how I run my entire being with a computer. I know just enough to get done when I need to get done. Anything else, I'm calling for help. Yeah. <laughs> People who know me know this is exactly how I am. I'm outing myself on that point right there. I'm, you know, owning my stuff, so to speak. All right. Um, Okay, can reduce, okay, our first con, can reduce the number of truly proficient practitioners of a scale of professions, but will overall raise the level of experience proficiency.
0: Yeah, that's what I just said. You're going to, you know, you, you won't get as many really good people, you know, but you will get, the best are always still going to rise to the top, but you're going to get, but, you, yeah. but you're, you're also going to reduce the number of real idiots because the software will, will basically prop them up. So it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's kind yeah. of like, you know, you get, you, you know, the, the, the workforce will get more meat, will, will, will be, there'll be more people who are mediocre, less people who are bad. <laughs> so, but it also will keep people from rising, rising up because they can, they just, as you said, they can get it done, even though they're not really doing a good job. So that's kind yeah. of a downside, you know, I always, you know, to me, it's always, I've always tried to live a life. Of uh, excellence, where I always try to do the very best I can do at everything I do, you know, is time permitting, of course, you know, and I, yeah. and one of my biggest issues, the fact is, I always seem to have too many irons in the fire to sometimes that gets in the way yeah. of doing that. Okay. But I'm just saying though, is that there's a lot of people out there that good enough is just fine and they never seem to rise above that because they're not forced to, and this software will make it so they don't. So, and there's that. I mean, it's, uh, I, I, you know, it used to be that you had people that would help you like design a really good, uh, a really good resume. Now you have software that just basically analyzes your resume and tells you what you need to change. You make those changes, it says, okay, yeah, you're all right. And then you send it out. And you have still no idea how to do a good resume.
1: Yeah, uh, Jonathan just put in, I think in that case of vast data collection, excellence would be more quantifiable. I, I think th- it might it might have been as far as the um, uh, getting better, improving with software, I think is what he was referring oh, to. Oh, okay.
0: All right. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, let's move on uh, to uh, also, you know, with all these things that are recording us, we'll be able to get a true body scan and you'll then, and then, and which it'll be able to turn it into a 3D model of you. And you'll finally be able to get clothes that fit properly because, you know, the the more high priced clothing, because they have to model the clothes, you know, as part of their manufacturing process, will be able to get, you know, you'll you, instead of getting like two points of, like, you know, guys are a, a classic example of that. We got the length of our sleeves. What's around our neck and whether it's a thin or a regular cut. That's kind of what we get on our, our clothing. Women get much more than we do. And something like this might have maybe 100 points of measurement. So you could get clothing that actually really fits you properly so that it would feel better. Oh, no. Well, uh, women still have problems with the
1: clothing because, let. Um, yeah, because uh, my girlfriend, for example, how, how can I put this as delicately as possible? Top heavy. Uh-huh. So I am sure that there have been more than a few blouses that my girlfriend has bought over the years. And yeah, the shoulders fit. This is fit, but it doesn't fit in the chest. right? Or like I had a wonderful dress shirt, white with light blue pinstripes. It fit everywhere. Problem is, Bruce, you've seen me. I have relatively thin shoulders for a guy. The sleeves came down past my fingers. Everything else on this shirt fit except for the fact that if I were to put my hands on my sides, you could not see my hands because the sleeves were that long because the shoulders were that broad on the shirt. Other than that, everything else on the shirt fit around the waist, the back, you know, uh-huh. like, but just the shoulders. So, yeah, we still, yeah, and everybody's body is different. It, everybody is not perfectly symmetrical. Right. Everybody, you know, may have a different body part that, like a, me with the thin shoulders. Mm-hmm. And just yeah, three three D body scanning, yeah, that would be wonderful as far as getting tailor fit clothing. It would be a lot easier,
0: right? I fully expect all clothing to become totally automated in the near future, where these sweatshops are basically going to disappear. Yeah, it's just going to be done. It's just going to be done by you know automated uh, sewing systems and such, cutting and sewing systems. And, and, and as such, you could put in a request for different kinds of clothing, and they could make literally make them to order. And it wouldn't be any harder for you know, other than the tracking part to make sure that the clothing that you order got to you. It wouldn't be that more expensive for. I mean, this is it's all being done by computers, anyways. So you know, it, if if it makes has to make an adjustment or something to to what is cutting and making, it's it's easy for a computer system to do that. So you can get crafted, you know, uh, um, clothing, you know, and you just have to wait till it's done and then it gets sent to you and and you pay a little extra surcharge for yeah, that. Yeah. But you end up but you still end up with better clothes than you had before.
1: Well we we already do have body scanning. I mean, let's face it, all of these superhero movies you see and oh yes, they've they've done this body armor for Michael Keaton and they had them laser scan. And this was back in eighty eight. Right. You know, the the Michael Keaton Batman movie came out in eighty nine. So back in 1988, they were having laser scanning where you stood there and you got it perfectly scanned to your measurements. This would just be, you know, for you know, like, oh, a t-shirt and jeans that's perfectly tailored because that's what I usually wear at my job. Uh-huh. Of course, if you know if if you know about superheroes and 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 body scanning, there is the one thing we don't need. And Bruce, if you remember the George Clooney Batman movie, you know what I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> yes, I do.
1: Yeah. Okay. Good. Just
0: uh, we're running out of time here on our recording. So uh... yeah.
1: So uh, yeah, we can just run through it. We don't need to elaborate on the other things, right?
0: Where- uh, some other things like, uh, for example, uh, artificial reality, augmented reality, where uh, you, you know basically you're looking through smart glasses and they start adding stuff into your view that you're interested in that aren't really there. You can get that car- cat girl sitting on the couch next to you that you've always wanted, you or if you're right. into puppies, puppies everywhere, you know. <laughs> Yep. You can, and they can add that to your hearing. Uh, right now, there's a device that's basically it's it's not a hearing aid. What it does is it it it, uh, it basically has you tell it how loud various so- sounds sound, and uh, and d- they determine whether you have any holes in your hearing range. You know whether there's some things you hear better than others, and then they automatically, as sound comes in, they adjust. You know, music and speaking or whatever to amplify those those parts that are in those ranges, so you actually can hear the way the music is supposed to be heard, and you can uh, and a lot of people can now hear people speaking clearer than they did before because of this. And this is a device that's out right now, and it's not expensive; it's like a hundred bucks.
1: Oh, okay. And also, better noise elimination that would be good for jobs like mine where I'm in a warehouse and I hear buzzers and fans all day and pallets being dropped on the grating overhead. Right. That would be good for just hearing protection instead of um, walking around with earplugs in your ears right. or ear muffs.
0: You know, we always made fun of that guy on the Cloud City and uh, Empire Strikes Back for his big bell-shaped you know, headset he was wearing. Oh, Lobot, yeah. yeah. The cyborg, Lobot, yeah. Oh, was he? Okay, but we all, but you know, I, I it's possible he was living a better life than everybody else. <laughs>
1: Well, he yeah, he was hooked into the entire city. That was his job.
0: Right, right. Okay. Yeah, so, he's was Lando's assistant. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and of course, uh, you uh, with artificial sensors like artificial smell, whatever else like that, they can also tell whether or not uh, you smell. <laughs> you you can basically you know uh, if you think you know that this shirt is good enough, it can basically tell you whether this shirt <laughs> is good enough. Wow. You know, yeah. cue the cue the scene from Ghostbusters two. Yeah, where he smells the shirt and like, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, these are several different levels of clean. That's yeah. right. That's right. Of course, cars okay. already have AI, and they're going to get better. You know, the police yeah. um, and ambulances may end up just being drones. Yeah, which will get them there quicker. And, of course, the, you don't have to worry about—the police won't have to worry about being in danger and shoot somebody because they were afraid. And
1: also first responders, you could send in a drone to drag somebody out as opposed to, you know, risking somebody and in going into a burning building. Just send in the robot. Yeah.
0: Right. Especially if they're walking drones. I mean, there's, yeah, exactly. there's also yeah. drones that—yeah, who can actually, like, grip the ground and do things, okay? You know, I I liked in a couple of movies where they had like these walking, uh, police drones. And when someone started shooting, the cops would just jump behind the robot. Yeah. And the robot would take all the shots and they would be shooting around the robot. And otherwise the robot was this there to assist any way they needed to, you know, and, uh, I I liked that a lot. So, uh, and of course nobody's going to have any physical books anymore because, uh, they don't need to. They're all going to be on, uh, virtual uh, uh a reality yeah so unless you want them in which case then yeah sure you can and maybe your pages will become um actual you know dis- display screens so you can still flip the pages but it's the same book for however many books you want to read
1: like an Who internal knows? an internal kindle yeah
0: right yeah so that's pretty much all we have time for folks uh thanks for listening to us we will have Uh, We hope that you have a bright future now as a result of what we said, and uh, you're looking forward to it, and we'll have more for you. But you'll have to wait until next week. Until then. This is Bruce Sheffer saying there are a million, million worlds out there, so go explore them.
1: And this is Trav. There's a reason why it's called gaming. It's for having fun.
0: Gaming on the Frontier podcast